Welcome to Iconic Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. My name is Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate. And my name is Nikki Hoffman, a physician assistant turned real estate agent on the Icon Real Estate team. Mark and I are excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you. We want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. Definitely. And if you want local knowledge, you have come to the right place. Yeah. It is September now. Crazy. Can you believe that? I cannot. <laughs> it is, you know, technically still summer, but to me, yes. Labor Day does it. It feels like it feels like it should be fall. Like it was really pleasant last week and weather. now it's you yeah. know in the 80s again so you're like you know it's still summer yeah. even though you want to start wearing your fall clothes yeah not not there yet but you no. know so the, the <laughs> hurricane do. weather came through True. and all of our prayers and wishes, wishes go out to those people who mm-hmm. just things are just devastated you right know? so if you need to sponsor things you know i'm sure red cross is a great website there's mm-hmm. other places that you can go to just to contribute mm-hmm. but when that came through here in Virginia, mm-hmm. it, that took the heat with it. Yes, it, it, yeah, it definitely cooled things off. Weather, mm-hmm. And some of the events that we were talking about last week mm-hmm. happened over the weekend, great yeah. weather. Yes. Did you was, get out at all? Yes, Saturday I did end up going to the um, brews and barbecue that was hosted by the Apple Blossom Festival. Oh, that's right, we were talking yeah. about that. Yeah. Real so, Apple Blossom Festival people was, were putting yes. on an event. Yes, so okay. it was a little outdoor, you know, food trucks and cool. beer tastings, and they had some bounce things for children to play on, and you know, a couple you little Gemma? vendors. Did yeah, Gemma went, we went for a couple hours. She bounced around a little she bit? She bounced, um, it was <laughs> a slightly frightening, because she's like probably the youngest one there, uh-huh. so, but luckily they had like some, um, kids like some high schoolers that had volunteered to sort of like say okay this one goes this one goes so it worked out can't be free range no just just go jump over all these (laughs) little kids who are now because parents are at the beer fest and like you know that's a bad combination (laughs) yeah exactly yeah here kids just go bounce for a couple hours i'll come find you in a little Mm -hmm. bit you know yeah thanks to the high schoolers for babysitting yes i (laughs) felt very i was very pleased that they were so helpful (laughs) yeah well it was good good weather i actually Mm -hmm. was out at the church water day that i mentioned Mm -hmm. last week yeah three different bounce house water slides oh my gosh. so you combine the bounce house concept That's throw some water on yeah. it and let me tell you some of those kids would just shoot down oh that water slide and it hits you know how some of the water slides or any slide has a little bit of dips to them mm-hmm. if you're the right height and the right weight mm. you shoot down and then they pop up off oh of it and goodness. then land in a pool of water oh. and they had fun yeah they you know, we I'm had sure. hoses out there spraying people, yeah. water guns. Yeah. It was a whole whole scene. Nice. It was fun. I'm sure. People loved it. Yeah. So, yeah, that was our weekend. Mm-hmm. Feel free to contribute. Tell us what you guys did over the weekend. If you're listening out there, just put in the show notes and let us know what's going on. Find yeah. us on Facebook. Uh-huh. Comment. And again, comment on, on any activities or any events that are going on yeah, here in the community. Yeah, please. If you're on Instagram or Facebook, um, give, find us over there and you know send us a message, yeah. write some comments on our posts. And We're here for you. We so, want to talk about your activities and your festivals and all your fall know. stuff that's going on. Fall stuff. I know. You know it's, it's the best. It is coming around the corner. Well, we have a great episode here today, guys, mm-hmm. because we were able to chat with really good friends of ours and and hopefully it comes across that they're that way they're good people mm-hmm. carter fox and anna fox yeah. and they run fox brothers properties management and they also fox brothers construction right so two kind of different hats that they wear mm-hmm. and how those companies merge together to pull off a, a great uh, just system for them as a family yeah owning properties mm-hmm. and managing these properties to be able to set themselves up for retirement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a really cool, cool story. I mean, their backgrounds kind of seem to mesh perfectly yep. to enable that too. And they get along. I mean, yeah. I'll tell you. I mean, I've worked with my wife a couple different times over our lives, mm-hmm. and yeah. you know, working together is good for a couple of days, but a, a couple of weeks, months, even a year. Yeah, I, that's that's not good. No, 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 no. But they are amazing. Mm-hmm. So yes. they're, they're a success story of exactly. husband and wife team working together. Just like we had a couple weeks ago, Anthony and Stacy. Yeah, they're look at a that. husband wife team. Well, that seems to this be a common thread of husband the icon wife team. <laughs> employees. And here you go, because they, they tell a great story. Listen to Carter and Anna. Well, Nikki and I are here with Carter and Anna Fox. 
How are you guys? We're doing great. Doing you are doing great. <laughs> and, and I love whenever I bump into Carter, I know he is in the building. <laughs> he is wearing the most dirtiest, nastiest icon hat that is known to man. Nice. You probably got the very first icon swag bag way back when we first started you up our business. your second hat? I think this you're is on the your second, second or hat. third hat. Oh wow! You know, so our listeners can't see. I wish they could. We'll give a little posting of the Carter hat. Yeah. Yeah. But that thing has been through the ringer. And I've, I've talked about switching it out with the one up there, yeah, like just like, like silently, and like, what is that? Who was it? Somebody asked me. It's like, is that a camo icon hat? Yeah, it is not. Just camo. dirt. I it's thought it was dirt. camo. Yeah, it's not <laughs> dirt, bleach, mud. Probably That's might amazing. Some, <laughs> might be some blood in there too. I have no I'm idea. sure there is. There's definitely insect blood. I swat flies and bees and stuff with it. And nice. quick story. I mean, I bumped into you guys about a week ago now, and uh, we were. It was out in the real world, not any of the real estate or construction world, and our sons were running cross country. Mm-hmm. After the finish, I had one of my son's friends come up to me and say, Mark, there's a guy over there with an icon hat on, and he doesn't have a shirt on either. And I'm like, I know exactly who that is. Yes. Whenever Carter Fox is on the site, you will see the dirty icon hat, and he may or may not be wearing a shirt. That's right. That's right. It, it doesn't like matter the weather, right? Once it gets so cold. Once it gets cold, then you put a shirt on. Thank you for wearing a shirt today. You're welcome. We're in in good hands. Now, I got to hear the story behind the foxes. And you guys are married. And give us a little bit of your history. Tell us about how how did you guys even meet? Oh, that's a different podcast. (laughs) Yeah. I went through some rough patches back in the day. Yeah. And uh, she was married. We grew up in church together. Uh, since we were like nine or ten, <laughs> and uh, all the good stuff happens when you're nine or ten. <laughs> and so she got married, went off. I got in trouble, <laughs> uh-huh. and so I was actually getting out of jail, and she was home waiting on the on a death certificate because her husband just died. Right. And then somehow we ended I up. I felt at- bad for your mom because she said you didn't have any good friends. <laughs> and our moms were friends. And so I said, hey, do you want to go get ice cream after church one night? And he said yes. And I thought he would say no. And then I was kind of stuck. <laughs> uh, and it was Halloween. Yeah. I remember because everybody was dressed up at Dairy Queen. His mom paid. I drove. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I had Christmas music playing. Mm-hmm on Halloween and I knew like that first night I remember going home and thinking oh crap I like him (laughs) and I was troubled like I was a nice guy but I was troubled love at first sight though it was like it was like okay I'm good let's do this how long ago was that 17 years yeah 17 or 18 we've been married for like 15 yes Mm -hmm. yeah and obviously, you guys make a great team. We do. Yes. I've stuck so. it out through thick or thick. There you go. High five, and this is that. We're here. I mean, it's great to get to know you personally because we're here to talk a little about property management. And you guys, I think, are one of the more uh, well-known people in town. At least you have a lot of properties. You have a lot of experience. And uh, I want to pick your brain on what that looks like. So to start with, how did you get into managing properties and even buying properties to say, I want to try to make a living in this property management game? It was his fault. I did not want to do it. <laughs> I, have, I have come at this kicking and screaming for sure. This was not, I did not want to be responsible for this. Um, I worked, of course, I, yeah, my dad built houses, so we grew up working with him, like new houses. Mm-hmm. and. Uh, I didn't really care for it. I, I preferred like a remodel or like you're there for a few weeks, smaller jobs, stuff like that. And then mm-hmm. it just grew into like full on remodels, mm-hmm. you know? And then it was mostly downtown. So I ended up working for a bunch of people that have rentals. Um, and then doing that, I don't know. It was kind of like, okay, I don't want to have to work forever. Right. Like sweat forever. Yeah. And, uh, and so then it's all pretty quick where it was what? like, hey, let's try to find something to buy. Like, so we can rent it out. And however, when I think of stuff, there's no like 
I'm not thinking of everything. It was just that. Mm-hmm. Let's buy it and rent it out. <laughs> like, and that's as far as I go. Yes. Uh, I do the rest. And then I let the other people pick up the pieces. It out. Yeah. Yeah. There's the team. Yes. Yeah. And so we looked at uh, this property over on Braddock Street. And it was, it was pretty far out of reach mm-hmm. for the money that we had and the people I knew that would would help us with it. And, um, and so then the, some properties came up for sale on Cameron Street. And they were terrible. Like I was, I couldn't go in the one. I was gagging. Like I don't do well with smells. Yeah, yeah. I mean it was like just burning. It's a bad down. business for yes. somebody that doesn't it's, do well with smells. No, it is not like it's, and it's like people smells. You know what I mean? Like so, me and um, me and uh, Bill Pfeiffer, we ended up buying this thing, and I scraped together all the money we could find, borrow yes. anything. Yeah. And uh, and so we bought that. And then fixed it up. Now he, uh, Mr. Pfeiffer, rents that or uh, manages that. Mm-hmm. And so then after that one, it was like, okay, we can do this. Right. Like, so you got a little bit of a training ground by working with somebody, partnering yeah. up, kind of saying, okay, let's invest in this together. You can fix it up. Yeah. yeah. And like of all the, the different people I've worked for, like you can you can tell, you know, the type of type of tenants. I guess like I don't know if you can say that or not. Sure. But like. <laughs> You can see, like, all right, I know what I want to do. Yep. I know how, like, the general idea of how you want to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, where you're not so overboard, but you're not so relaxed. Mm-hmm. Like, just in the middle, mm-hmm. middle of the road type stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, no, so then, I don't even know what we bought next. But, like, so we've done the everything. Duplex. The duplex. Yep. That was our next one. How quickly do you go from like the first experience and then decide, hey, okay, we're going to keep doing Just this. Just before we get done with the first <laughs> Just project. Just before we make any money. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think we did, we bought 29 in three years. 29 rentals yes. in three 29 years. properties yeah. Yeah. in three years. Yes. Wow. Units. Yeah. Units. Yeah. Yeah. So they're multi-family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And so the first seven were Cameron Street. Yeah. Is it seven or eight there? Eight. It's eight. The first eight were Cameron Street. And all of yours sound like you're talking downtown streets here in Winchester. Yes, yes so everything's downtown. For all of our listeners, hopefully you're familiar with, with Winchester, but you're talking in a downtown uh, environment where you're looking to kind of fix things up. They might be smelly. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. might be shabby. They might be dirty, and you're getting them at a low price. That's definitely our niche is properties that have a lot of deferred maintenance uh-huh. or on the verge, or some of them were in they were uninhabitable yes like mm-hmm. the someone north loudon and we did total um like even the studs a lot of stuff like, had to come out yeah. wow gutted everything yeah. and so doing the work on our own yeah um is certainly one of the ways that we got into that mm-hmm. because nobody wanted these properties yeah and it was it's one of those things where they're like so bad mm-hmm. that yeah. like anything you do to them everybody's like whoa would you like what's this you know yeah mm-hmm. and so it's a very like dramatic change yeah uh-huh. and just a lot of these things like whoever owned them before is just years of no maintenance yeah. like no mm-hmm. the rent stayed the same the building stayed the same right like, mm-hmm. you know but mm-hmm. and so it was uh yeah it was always a lot of work but it's kind of fun so it sounds <laughs> like the ones that you're getting you're you're getting in there empty and vacant or are you getting properties that actually have tenants in that they have holdover <laughs> carryovers? That I wish we had video. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Most a mix. It's been yeah. almost other than the uninhabited one. I think that. So the one on they were all one on North occupied. North Loudon. That was it didn't that was all vacant. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and that was one we gutted. Except for the cats. Everything. Yeah. Well, you got to <laughs> kick those cats out. Yeah, yeah they're not so, paying rent. No. Um, and then. We bought the one next door. Had to buy the one next Had door. Had to buy the one That's next door. That's something you learn as you go. <laughs> you need bought, parking in Winchester City <laughs> if you're going to do multifamily units. Yeah. Mm. So we bought this building, and uh, then we found out, hey, for every unit you put in, you have to have off-street parking, one spot. And the backyard was landlocked. Mm. And so I was like, shoot, what do we do? And I asked around, like, hey, how do I rent spots? Yeah. You know, you know because it was the, the there's like you know as a crow flies distance and then walkable distance mm-hmm. and so finally i just asked the guy next door i was like hey do you want to sell it because his backyard went all the way to this back alley hmm. and uh so we agreed on a price and then we had to do like a 
what's that called? Site plan. A site plan. Mm-hmm. And of course, I'm drawing site plans. We've got crowns out. Like, sure. Yeah. And like yeah. a napkin. Super, that is basically super amateur. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it looked really good. But they it wouldn't accept like, his original site plan. They would not. And when I brought mine in, it was such an improvement. <laughs> and they knew, did your wife do this? But it was, it was so far It was in colored stamp. pencil and crown and yeah. stuff. You know, and it was a little... I thought Craft it looked, paper? I thought it looked amazing. And so they were like, all right, whatever, just do it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you, you said something interesting. You just kind of almost knocked on somebody's door practically. Yeah. Said, Hey, yes. do you want to sell? Yeah. What is a typical process of how you are picking up these properties? Because you're just kind of saying, oh, I'll pick one up. Then there's this other one. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Are they uh, for sale or are they for I've got to imagine. I have so many questions because I can imagine one of our listeners is saying, I'm, I'm curious about getting into this property mm-hmm. management game. Like, where do I start? Do I have to go knock on a door? I mean, what's the best method of A, finding the property? And then B, we can talk about getting the tenants in there, and what does that game look like? So mm-hmm. how do you right. how do you go about finding them? How do we find them? I mean, Cameron Street was through a realtor friend. I was not licensed at the time. That's yeah. how we got initially. And they knew we were looking. Yeah. And yeah. these are like people that I've done like home inspections for, and so they know what kind of relationship base. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Like, Word of mouth. Because that is, and then and once I think you, that's how North Loudon. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Same way through, it was not listed, yeah. but it was going to be listed maybe, or somebody knew somebody that was thinking about selling. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the other neighboring property, we were kind of forced into knocking on the door there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A couple of times people have, called, the bank will start calling you. Yes. <laughs> be like, hey, somebody's going to <laughs> not be able to pay their loan off. Do you want to buy their property? Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a a way that I, I don't think we ended up buying that but the bank called us on yeah. that one well and that's how we got the Kent Street properties was the and the, they were listed I think they were listed I just I think Sherry called it was yes, like hey, she did. like very you you guys are almost this this we saw we call them the Winchester Townies like, yes you have to know <laughs> feel like uh, to, to get in or know people who know people yeah know people know people well right. that is part of it like it when is. when everybody knows what you're doing I mean of mm-hmm. course they have an interest in you buying it in one Correct. way or another sure you know? yeah yeah um, the construction side definitely helps yeah mm-hmm. just so th- yeah I've got to say that because there's Fox Brothers management yeah. and then there's also Fox Brothers construction yeah so you guys are a, a one-stop shop way of doing things where you can get the property say I'm the manager's property and you can fix it up yeah and yes. you can maintain it you know so you're also managing the property as it goes and are able to fix a leak or yes. you know okay. deal with the roof or deal with you know HVAC whatever's going on right what when you then have the property ready to rent mm-hmm. and you you got to go through the process of getting a tenant what is the overall cycle of managing that property look like i mean you're hoping that these people are going to live here for a long time right i mean you want to you don't want to go through and cycle through people every 6 months who are living in in a house or in a, in right. a property yeah our minimum lease is 12 months okay that's, that's mm-hmm. what our goal is 12 months and what goes on behind the scenes you know i mean do you guys get calls often to go take care of issues and fix things up it's not too bad no. every now and again there's something um and of course generally it's something from that we didn't have time to get to right. or it was a part of the building that looked fine so mm-hmm. we didn't like you know roofs mm-hmm. yeah you always got to go over at least once like you paint it and clean it up and look good yeah mm-hmm. but like every now and again there's something with like the gutters where it's like oh I don't know something mm-hmm. you know where you might get water into the overhangs and it's like hey now it's slowly rotting it out and so it's stuff like that where you know it wasn't a necessity while we were doing it yeah mm-hmm. um, you're not really like it's like the gutters look fine mm-hmm. and so we're not taking them off like we're just gonna leave them there and uh, so like you get some stuff like that uh, you know any kind of rain with wind it's like <laughs> then it's like yeah, yeah I don't know why it leaked yeah. like yeah. it doesn't look like it should leak you know yeah. and you're trying to find it and you're in the attic while it's raining yeah. and you're sitting there <laughs> and you're looking for drops and it's like I don't know they're not here there was like, some serious <laughs> rain recently there, there was right. and this is what it, what came yeah. made it come about yeah. <laughs> so between the two of you guys who who runs the kind of the day to day handles the phone calls that's me okay everybody has my phone number everybody knows Anna yes mm-hmm. yep. yes I finally uh, it used to be oh Carter's wife and now mm-hmm. it's 
the landlord, the landlady's husband or the maintenance <laughs> guy. It's funny the because guy. I'm yeah. like, of course, I, you were talking earlier about no shirt. And like, when I work, I don't wear a shirt, you know? And I'm like, these are my buildings. And uh, and I know there's people living yep. in there, but if we're working on something, uh, somebody's dryer or yeah. something happened, I don't know. And, uh, and so I, of course, knock on the door and I go in, no shirt. You know, they're in the living room and the, the tenants know me and know I don't wear a shirt. They had friends over. And uh, so they're all on the couch and like these guys are like, this guy, you know, they're like really like. So I'm just going upstairs, like about my business, doing your own thing. And uh, as I'm going up the stairs, I heard the girl say, "That's the landlady's husband," Aww. or, that, or that, "That's the maintenance guy." Yeah, that's maintenance what it was. Guy. And uh, and I just laughed. So I told her about it, and I was like, "I am the maintenance guy now." Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. So like, walk us through again. Pretend like Nikki and I here. You know, we want to get into this game of maybe managing a property or two. Yeah. What are some of the things that you would suggest or advice? You can do it. That's always what I want to tell people. It's possible. Yes. I was a stay-at-home mom, homeschooling our kids. I had zero training. I read a bunch of stuff, legal stuff, to get started Mm -hmm. um, because I'm definitely more into the details than the dreaming side of thing. I would never have signed up for it thinking, I can't do this. I can't do this. Mm -hmm. But um, it turns out while there are, it, it can be burdensome it's actually doable and if you only have a handful of properties if you your your big person that you want to have on call is your dependable contractor Mm -hmm. like know who your contact is of course it's in the house so yeah that makes it easy it makes it nice it can cause some tension sometimes that's legitimate you know you're running several businesses together yeah um and if somebody doesn't if you think that they're not doing what you told them to do it can cause (laughs) some tension but um i mean it doesn't that that is the big thing is have your contractor because um when you get the calls you want to know that you have somebody who's gonna respond quickly Mm -hmm. yeah would you suggest if somebody's say looking for properties should they bring somebody like you like a construction person or somebody with them to say to look and say okay this is doable or to you know to give an opinion in regard to you know the state of the property and what it's going to take to put into it to make it livable yeah if you're not familiar with um the cost definitely Mm -hmm. um after the first one you'll kind of know all right this is what it costs to fix something these are the things this to get it to where we want it to be Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. there's a big pendulum swing on how much money you want to put into something right landlord gets to decide mm-hmm. this is the kind of property I want to run for us it was important to have properties that were not going to be run down we wanted to put the extra money into them at the beginning instead of like well let's just throw a few thousand at it and get it rented mm-hmm. because I think in that would result in more phone calls on a daily right. basis which yeah. is something we didn't want to do sure um, so for us a lot of times it was gut jobs and it meant more money but in the long run you know, you have mm-hmm. fewer calls and, sure. and fewer going back and working on things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I got to ask the awkward question. Yeah. Is the money part of it. Without getting into too much details, I mean, you're, you're spending money to buy these properties. Then you're talking about spending money to fix them up. Yeah. And then there's other money to, to get a tenant yeah. in there. What is a typical spread? I mean, just ballpark for some, you got these downtown places and I got to imagine the rent's not super high. So what what are you looking to make on a property on a regular kind of month to month or even year like basis? how do we figure out what properties to buy? Yeah, or we'll turn the turn around that one. And you know, like, what are you really kind of thinking? What would it be a good ratio or a good return on a property on a monthly basis? You know, if I'm getting a loan, for example, to buy a place, yeah. and my monthly payment is nine hundred dollars. I can't rent it for six hundred dollars. Correct. I've got to. I've got to make sure I'm renting it for more so I can cover the cost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What does it look like on your end of things? So to where like you're happy and you know saying okay, I'm not losing money on a property. Right. Was it the one percent? I think the goal is like if you can get you know if you for every hundred thousand you spend, if you can get a thousand in rent. Yeah. Now that of course in that thousand, you're still taking care of you know most a lot of downtown multi-unit properties you're paying for water i'm paying for water mm-hmm. and it's included in the price of that thousand dollars got like it. just for you know yeah sake of math um and you got your insurance and your taxes and so and that leaves you with 
you know, plus your mortgage, whatever mm-hmm. that is. It leaves you with, I don't know what it leaves you with, but like, I don't know. So if, it's, if you spend a million dollars, you know, the goal is to get at least 10000 a month in. Right, from rents. Yeah, for yeah. whatever that is. <clears throat> gotcha. And so, I mean, I guess that leaves you with, you know, like say if it was $1,000, about $400 in like, Profits, yeah, mm-hmm. which you're going to pay taxes on, I guess. You're going to pay taxes on, and then yeah. I got to imagine: Do you kind of put money away in reserves of the of the money that you make to save for a rainy day? That's good advice. <laughs> <laughs> you should definitely do that. <laughs> we like I, one of our our things are because I'm like, let's just do it. Let's do yeah. it. You know, there's there's never like just this money sitting there, right? You know, and uh, how we got started. We, of course, we didn't have any money. Right. We did have a house in West Virginia that we lived in for a few years and then rented it out. Mm-hmm. I don't know that we made anything to talk about. We were just done being in West Virginia. And um, and so we, I don't know, we've had that for like eight, nine years or something. Mm. And we had to all but gut it because <laughs> the people had chickens in there. And but it, in the basement. And wow. like, we never went up. They paid cash. They just met it. Like, super nice people. Whatever. They were nice. So we sold that, and that was our like chunk of change that we started with, and we okay. spent all of that plus triple, like just to get the first yeah. property. And we mm-hmm. and we borrow like we borrow money. We did. Um, like, sure. You cannot be afraid to ask friends and family. Hey, yeah. do you believe in what we're doing? And we pay interest to our friends and family when yeah. we borrow the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, that, I think that's the thing. Like I'm I'm willing to pay a little more than, you know, just to make it like hey. I don't know, like not easier, but I'm definitely going to pay you back, and I want to pay you good for it, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, for whatever that is. Yeah. You know? Yep. Do you um, manage properties for anyone else, or no. just your own property? Just our own. Okay. Yeah. That would be a little too scary, right? Yeah. Well, and there are special, like you have to have certification. You got to carry insurance. Okay. There's some things involved with managing properties mm-hmm. for other people that. Um, and better record keeping mm-hmm. uh, for like monthly stuff. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, have you ever sold any of your properties yet? Because that, to me, I mean, being a realtor, mm-hmm. I know that the money is not necessarily in the month to month. I mean, you guys are kind of giving me like eyeballs, like, yeah, there's not a lot of money, is you know, kind of of the month to month ratio. But there's this investment concept down the road that you have 29 units, right? You know, and different properties around town that ultimately as the market grows there's there's money there yeah and i think that's the that's our retirement plan is to live off the income of those properties Mm -hmm. um and i don't we haven't sold we sold one little yellow house which we never really intended to be a rental yeah and then it just kind of happened Um, we were letting like friends and yeah some people that i had working for me like this kid from out of town Mm -hmm. it was like he was a kid yeah and so he just stayed there and he paid nothing a little bit of nothing but we didn't want anything we just like just helping people out with Mm -hmm. it you know and uh yeah then we sold that because once we started then we were in trouble we needed the money yeah Yeah. like is what happened so so it's like we have to sell this but beyond that you guys are in it for the long haul yes you're you're, like this is our retirement fund yes this is like we want to be able to live off of this and you have investments and like i think everything we have so far is like a Mm multi-unit so yes the numbers are a little better just mm-hmm. because you're buying mm-hmm. one building but you're renting it out twice mm-hmm. yep. right. now you got two kitchens two baths you know or yeah. three baths or four baths i mean uh, so there's a little more money into like doing a remodel mm-hmm. you know fixing it up but you are getting double that income yep. on one building yep um and so single family homes they're they're tough to make you know, you might make two Your margins homes. are a lot smaller. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, I think that you end up having tenants who will stay longer. So your your flip time is less, I think. Yes. Um, In a single family home. I think okay. so. Yeah. People, I feel like, tend to stay longer versus we've got just a bunch of townhouses or apartments mm-hmm. and you're renting to more transient phase of life in sure. general. Yeah. Where um, if you're in a three-bedroom, two-bathroom ranch in Stephen City or whatever. Yeah. These people generally come with families mm-hmm. and children, and they're staying okay. for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are easier in the long run to turn into owner finance sales or mm. 
give them over to your tenants and see your money that mm-hmm. way too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't done any of that, but that's my experience. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two other quick pieces of the puzzle I have to at least bring up. Yeah. Anna, you're a realtor. Yes, I am now. Yes. Yeah, and have been for a few years now. So but. was kind of the property management business getting to a point where you're you're thinking to yourself, I need to get my real estate license? Yes, we what bought so many properties and I kept thinking, well, we should make money when we're buying the properties. Yeah. Like, because we were representing ourselves without, yeah. you know, just self-representing, no um, realtor. Uh-huh. And um, now, of course, if we buy and sell, I have the license so I can make money on the purchases. Mm-hmm. And it felt much more like I understand how it works mm-hmm. better. Um, but being so involved in the property management, I j- it just pushed me to that um i was like i want to do something different Mm -hmm. my kids got a little older and i just wanted to work more like really is what i just i wanted to get out there and work more and i loved it and you're great by the way how many properties so you have 29 how many into it were you like okay let me become a realtor myself um after we purchased uh the last block of properties which i guess was 12 doors i have i was in the process of getting my license mm-hmm. when we closed on those yeah. so we haven't purchased any since then yeah. a flip house yes. i think but mm-hmm. um no other rentals yeah. you're trying and i keep saying is that really what we want to do yeah. <laughs> it's tough market it's yeah. tough market right to get now. your numbers right yep. now yeah but i mean the rents are up and things are going to go up so it's that balance mm-hmm. of you can always buy real estate mm-hmm. it'll so you're juggling your time with managing the properties yeah. and doing real estate mm-hmm. and obviously family and yeah. Carter, you're juggling your time with managing the properties and retiring and construction <laughs> and family. Yeah, so yeah. do you have time to do other construction or so, remodeling jobs? I'm in the process of slowing way down. Yeah. So like while we were this last four, four years. years, like we've done nothing but work. It, like. It all goes back to not having any money. Yes. <laughs> but I was willing to work for it. And yes. so then it was, we were working full-time jobs, more than full-time jobs. Mm-hmm. And then we were doing these projects on the right. side. And so it was like, you know, we were, we were working like a full, you know, 80 hours. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then anybody I could find to help. I mean, mm-hmm. the kids were there. My kids' friends were there. Yes. And they were, you Good know. little workers. Yeah, they're 11, 12 years old, you know. And they're just hauling mortar and we slap call child protective services <laughs> no, it's not no. yeah paid them, well, paid them well for it and bought them lunch every day yeah. and uh had the radio going it's actually kind of fun sure. i i think sure. they liked it as much Family as kids business. are gonna like that's it right. yeah yeah it's great teaching uh, hard work too i mean you get a chance to show well, them and you can see you like you know if well, you're willing to put came on because at first both of our kids were like we don't want anything to do with properties no real estate no construction no properties <laughs> yeah. and then you know the first of the month rolls around and i'm collecting rents mm-hmm. and the little the youngest one who wants to be rich when he grows up stops me and is like so how much comes in every month from the rentals he's thinking about it you know he's 13 and i asked him do you mean how much like after we pay for everything or how much just comes in? He said, give me the big number. How much comes in? Like, what is it? What are we, what are we talking here? <laughs> and then he got green He's eyes. More interested. He's more like, oh, yeah. He's more interested. He sees that it was a lot of work for mm-hmm. sure up front. Yeah. It's not so much work over time, you know, as mm-hmm. you, of course, we get better at it for one thing. Yeah. Um, but also they're fixed up. So mm-hmm. it's definitely more work on my end now mm-hmm. than the construction side of things which mm-hmm. i didn't have a lot to do with that some designing and permits and stuff but um but now it seems smoother and i love yeah. what you said earlier the best advice is it's possible yeah no you it can is. do this you can you know just looking at you guys hard work mm-hmm. being committed being dedicated to the to the system saying this is going to be our retirement right yeah. i'm going to build slowly a little bit at a time and then here you guys are yeah, yeah. And like I think of like just finding somebody that can do the work like yes. yeah. and like I don't know if it's you know you can't be afraid to spend the money Correct. and that's hard to say if you only have sure. a certain amount but it's not worth it to like halfway to cut it. corners yeah like, it's not yeah, yeah. Yep. If you can't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you got to do what you got to do sometimes. If it's something where it's like, all right, this is a nice livable house. But people notice it. They can tell when you're cutting corners. They do. And they they see, like, hey, if you're quick to fix something, you know, like that that has been a big thing. Because, 
like I said with the roof like stuff happens you know and you don't you didn't catch it whatever and uh it's like hey this is happening and then if you're there in a day or two mm-hmm. people are like whoa like you showed up really quickly you know and we're yeah. like how am i going to get over there like i'm on the other side of town you know <laughs> yeah. you get so busy yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, i know that's a big part of like things that we hear is like you know we try to take care of problems pretty quickly mm-hmm. yep. um and so well, I love how also you guys are taking care of the community in essence. I mean, having 29 units, you're taking places that are smelly yes. that you, you don't want to enter. And now I would pro- you'd probably say they're not smelly now. Yes. No, yeah. no, like <laughs> we've had a lot of like neighbors like, yeah. hey, thanks for building those relationships yeah, yeah. and helping the community. And it's out. nice to hear, you know, and it's yep. nice to hear when people are looking at things and like, hey, this is really nice. You Good know, place to live, helping out those people who are yeah. your tenants and yeah. you're great people. I'm sure it's great to work with you guys now. So. If you don't pay on time, you know, <laughs> cars will be coming to your door shortly. But no, no. Yeah, I don't. I don't go. I don't deal with them. Like, just not good at stopping talking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, like that's you know as far as the, I'm still working like, yeah, regular jobs. Yeah, but it's like a normal amount of work. Yeah, it's great. And so. I don't know. I do, doing like a kitchen remodel when and we got some stuff that we got to finish up, mm-hmm. you know, uh, on the properties. Mm-hmm. But no, it's, well, thinking of our it's community, nice. uh, we like to end our segments with all of the people that are on our show here mm-hmm. with five iconic questions. So okay. at the top of your head, just blurt out what you think is the best answer here. Radio. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Question number one: What's one of your favorite restaurants in town? Claudia's Pizzeria. Oh, that is cool. This is like a a couple's question here. Like, can you get the answer the same time and the same answer? (laughs) Claudia's. Okay. I haven't eaten there, have you? No. Oh, they're great. They have have takeout. Uh, Claudia's to go is downtown a little closer, but on Pleasant Valley. Yeah. No, Valley Avenue. Valley Avenue. I always get them wrong. Don't laugh at me. It's Valley. It's across from the car wash. (laughs) Question number two. All right. What is something you love about your neighborhood? Where you live? I live right next to my parents. Yeah. And I love it. That's the best Aww, thing about where we awesome. live. It is. It really is. And my dad comes over on the golf cart. Yes. Real Aww. slow. So he's like everything it, we're not doing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Why it's aren't nice. y'all doing this? We need yeah. something once in a while. He's Take funny because he'll just yard. drive by and just look at something like the grass that's not weed eaten yeah. and just shake his head he and just, then he goes he off on his golf cart yes. <laughs> yeah he's yeah. the best no it's and he's it's been nice to have him there for the kids and yeah. of course grandma yeah, yeah. we have sunday dinners yep like that's it's awesome. the no it's it's great yeah yep. like I, I love it awesome question number three why is winchester a great place to live mm-hmm. i mean it's growing mm-hmm and that's nice. I mean, mm-hmm. you need progress. You don't want your town to die. Yep. Mm-hmm. You guys are part of that progress. Yeah. Good yeah. job. Um, but it's also, of course, we're outside of Winchester City in Frederick County. Sure. It's small enough, mm-hmm. but big enough. I don't know. You're close to everything. Also, yeah. I feel like I'm a day's drive from everything great, yeah. except for the Grand Canyon. But that's a couple days yeah. drive. And we've been out there. <laughs> 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 but, like, you're very, it's a great location for getting to other things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I guess I've always been here. You have always been, been here. forever. Here. Uh, and so then it's, I know it just everybody. Like yeah, the whole thing feels the like relationships. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Small yeah. town feel. Yeah. Yep. Question four. Where do you like to spend time with your friends in Winchester? Or meet new people in Winchester? Uh, it's been so long. It's been forty years since you we've like, done anything. We know, we have been you at, know everybody. We town. have been at work for four years. Yeah. And it's like... Between, That's, between your, all your properties and COVID, you haven't done anything socially in a nah. while. Yeah. I mean, we hang out in our backyard. Like, people come over. We've, we do, like, pig roast. The, we do the yep. fire pit. Yeah. We do that a good bit. Uh, a friend of mine, Dan, the last time, he's a realtor. The last, like, we hung out in town. And it was on the porch of Kent Street of a house we were redoing. It was pouring rain, and he had just stopped in, saw me working, and uh, stopped in. We sat on this porch for like an hour while it rained and just talked. No, yeah. like yeah. talked about life and what he was up to, what I was up to, and uh, 
So for the last while, it's been we're hanging out. We're hanging out at work. Hanging out at your, pro- <laughs> at your properties. Absolutely. Last question: What is one of Winchester's hidden gems? What's a secret? I mean, you're a townie, so tell us something that you know. Secret gems? Yeah. I don't say apparently Claudio's. It might be. Yeah. A secret gem of Winchester. I mean, it's the people. Yeah. It is. It's, it's a cool answer. It's the people. So I know like we've had some friends recently who they've gotten bad news about kids, a couple different families. Mm-hmm. And just to watch all of the people who come around them mm-hmm. and become a part of whatever they can do, a part of the solution when there is no solution. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you watch that happen, and it might not be somebody that you even talk to on a regular basis, but they're there mm-hmm. for you. Um, I think that it's special. And I meet so many people coming from other places who they don't they don't feel like they have that. Yeah. Yeah. And I so that. I think that, that that's special here. That's cool. Nice. There's there it is. Tell us <laughs> tell us just I mean, before we, we leave here, is there a good way to contact you guys? I mean, if people wanted to get into the property management business or find you as a contractor or how would they do that text oh. <laughs> don't call and leave a voicemail text <laughs> yeah. yeah we've got that's our primary way of communicating with people is the phone i mean yep. you can reach me i got 540-303-1292 that's all you know that's all you need to know yeah right there find and anna fox that's right yeah I don't, we don't have a website for the construction company or the property management yeah. stuff. Um, just a real estate website is like, all I've got. It's all been word of mouth mm-hmm. for yeah. as long as I've been doing this. Just ask your neighbor, how am I going to hold a carter? <laughs> yeah. yeah. This guy, I'll tell you a little funny story real quick. But this guy, he from Arlington or something, and uh, calls me up and he was like, hey, I got this house that I need, you know, gutted. And, I want to turn it into a rental or sell it or something. And I was like, all right. And it was downtown. Like, and it was old. And it's all, like, plaster. And, like, a lot of people don't like fooling with it, mm-hmm. uh, apparently. And so uh, so I meet up with him. And I'm like, well, how did you get my name? And, uh, and he was like, well, I called, like, three different people that were in, like, you know, phone book, Facebook, whatever. And he said, they all said, call you. <laughs> and so, so it was like, oh, that's cool. You know, so I gave him a price and some stuff. And, then, uh, and then he asked me for references. And of course, it was like, how'd you get my number? <laughs> and he went, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, there's the answer. <laughs> so, call Carter. That's all right. awesome. And he's wearing an icon hat. Yes. You guys are amazing. Thanks so much for being here. Yeah, Sign to here and share your stories with us. And, uh, Look forward to seeing you out there on the streets. Yeah. Get things done. Screens. All right. <laughs> See you guys. Bye. Wow. That was special. I mean, I think they could have kept <laughs> talking. Yeah, they could have. They definitely have a lot of passion for their what they're doing. And Carter sure. and his stories. Yes. I can see how he would be the ultimate party the ultimate townie i mean we brought him just just to tell us about the life of winchester and Uh he doesn't market they they don't even have a website yeah and i knew that but i was just hey guys tell us how to connect with you Mm -hmm. just just use my cell phone just ask your neighbor somebody knows me Mm -hmm. you know that that is small town yes yeah that is winchester in a nutshell but that's i mean you know it's what what do they say like you refer the people you know like and trust like i mean obviously people have there you go um you know liked his work liked yep. his attitude you know all great of that. reputation mm-hmm. yeah so they again there's plenty of other people who do property management in town but i i just go to them for any questions that i even have mm-hmm. about you know how do you go about doing this sure you know and anna is very humble about how she does all the things behind the scenes also yeah dealing with 29 different uh, i can't tenants. imagine that's that's really a lot, that's a lot. especially in it's such a relatively short period of time too. yeah they just started doing uh-huh. it and here they are and yeah. they're 
sitting on a nest egg. I liked, though, you know, it was really kind of cool to see, you know, like basically Carter being like, he's the dreamer. He's the one that's just like the just go do it. Don't, you know, doesn't really have a lot of the the thought of like, oh, well, what could go wrong? And then there's Anna that's like, well, these are all the things that could happen and could go wrong. And so, you know, how they're coming together and making that work. I mean, that's makes great. It's really cool. Yep, Makes great team. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what I liked about chatting with them was how they didn't say it was easy. Mm, yeah, definitely Th- not. There's work to be done, mm-hmm. but it's possible for yeah. anybody to do it. Yeah. So you can be that dreamer. Mm-hmm. You can look in a, even right now, a hot real estate market and say, mm-hmm. okay, how do I get into this game? Mm-hmm. And if you're committed, you, you can't just bail when the going gets tough. Yeah. You can make it. Yeah. And and I've got plenty of friends who have kind of chatted with me about how I flip houses. Right. Or, you know, have, and I've done property management in the past as well. Uh-huh. And you got to take a leap of faith. You got to step yeah. out there and say, I'm willing to do this because it looks easy on HGTV. It looks easy when you hear somebody like Carter and Anna talking to us about mm-hmm. it. But there's a, there's a next level of saying, I'm going to commit and I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, um, you know, we kind of dabble with talking about it. And I, you know, definitely I have more of the dreamer. You and uh, Michael? Yeah. Okay. I mean, my husband, uh-huh. like the yeah. dreamer and he's more of the cynical skeptic of like all the things that could go wrong so um i kind of liked it was just interesting to hear them can you see michael stepping out on a leap of faith and saying yeah i'm gonna go do that Mm, probably not yeah i don't know but but you know you just never know i mean i think it's got to be the right Mm -hmm. the right one the right one i don't know if it'll be the right 29 but (laughs) Might be the right one or two. One, just to just get your feet wet. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, we did learn a lot from them, and I gotta say, for our segment that we're gonna pull out right now, the icon agent segment is going to obviously be Anna Fox, and we didn't talk about it with her in detail, but she is an icon agent who is killing it. I mentioned a few episodes ago that she did hit a milestone goal for us at Icon and was Mm -hmm. able to reach the next level, kind of get that award. She reached the highest award level um oh and actually she probably should have gotten the rookie of the year last year i mean i hate to say it there's this mm-hmm. there's association of realtors here yes. in town and they give out little awards uh-huh. and we submitted for her oh, okay. and, and you know you do what you can but sure. she she did a great job last year uh-huh. um and she's on pace to get the highest award level in the association this coming year oh, wow uh, so from her level and you heard what she said they came into her getting her license so they could save money or make money when right. they buy or sell places. Wow. They've only bought and sold, what did they say, one house since, since she's gotten her license. Yeah. And so her sales volume is not, not from, from her, 29. her property management. <laughs> yeah. And so I think she's setting herself up for success to have her license uh-huh. and have this property management and down the road and wow. then Carter being property management and construction. Right. I mean, it's the perfect, they're wearing a lot of hats yeah. and she's getting it done, getting it done in a big time way Wow. between, um, working with her with marketing and, and my partner, Dave Spence working with her with marketing. Uh-huh. She's all over social media. You can find her anywhere. Just like you can find Carter yeah, anywhere yeah. Uh-huh. on social media. She's got her website now. Mm-hmm killing it out there she's and if you've never seen her you can find a picture of her she's got big dread hair mm-hmm. she stands out oh yeah yeah, yeah stands out in a crowd yeah definitely. you know so it, but like down to earth like down to you earth. know easy to talk to and she knows really, her business too i was gonna say just really knowledgeable very detail oriented uh, yeah, for sure so go find anna fox mm-hmm. uh, because if that is what you're looking for she's got those answers especially yeah. for property management yeah and that exactly side of she's a great resource for people that are looking to get into that yep. world we just try to you know have icon be a central hub for all kinds of different <laughs> kind of agents it's we great can, we can get you whatever information you whatever need. you need mm-hmm. absolutely so local That's, events what's yeah. coming up so this some, weekend yeah cool things i found one um <laughs> i just thought this was hilarious especially with how nice it is right now outside adult field day at james charles winery wow. this saturday i the, mean do they have adult bounce houses it, they did not mention adult bounce houses. <laughs> that would be an interesting combo. Yeah. So this Saturday, September 11th from 12 to 5. So James Charles Winery is down Middle Road. Yep. Um, so they're having hatchet throwing, cornhole, tug of war, wine pong, wow. bocce ball, jumbo darts, other, you know, they basically ha- are going to have any 
field day game you can think of. Um, there's going to be live music. They're going to have a couple food trucks there. So and the drinks. Well, and so that you're combining. It's at a winery, but it's a beautiful place. Oh, to, I've been there. It's great. Yeah, great views. Yeah, beautiful the, place. the facility is really cool. We actually yep. had our um, Icon Christmas party there last year. Oh yeah, that's and it was right. great. Mm-hmm. And but you can now you're saying combining hatchet throwing. <laughs> Jumbo darts. Yeah. I mean, All right. I can do cornhole. Yeah. Know, but mm-hmm. the other things seem a little uh, dangerous. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm not sure. I have to go check there it out. There may. They probably should have some rules in place, like for participation in drinking. But, but are they giving? I mean, if are, if they're giving out awards, I'm I'm here for that I, too. I, they did not mention awards Get on the Facebook event. I'll yeah. have to look that up and and uh, reference that in the comments. Well, section. just like when we were at the the museum gala a couple yeah. weeks ago uh-huh. and how competitive our spouses were mm-hmm. with those yeah. games. Yeah. I can't imagine if if either of us showed up there and brought our spouses to compete against oh, yeah, hatchet yeah. throwing you're or not, jumbo darts. Like just a an aside, like you're not wearing your normal winery clothes to adult field day. You gotta no. like dress in your athletic gear. You gotta be that ready day. to go. Mm-hmm. Bring your A game. Yeah. Cool. What else is going on? And then this was neat too. So it's called the Great Artscape Scavenger Hunt. So um, it's kind of an event um by the Shenandoah Arts Council, and it's gonna be not this coming Saturday, but the following Saturday, September Hmm. 18th. So it's a scavenger hunt. So basically it's from 10 to three, the gist was you're gonna they're gonna have like a table set up outside of village square on the walking mall and there's going to be like a questionnaire and a, and a map of where these you yeah. know those like um those little banners that are hanging uh-huh. with different art on them yep. so there may be questions about different things you bring the answers back if you complete it by three o'clock apparently there are some prizes but that's cool. kind of like a fun yeah. outdoor like activity for your whole family if you so want to walk around kids and, and adults see family yeah exactly you name it mm-hmm yeah. Awesome. And that's not this weekend, but next weekend. Yep. The, the 18th. 18th. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Well, yeah. those are really cool things. And like we said in the beginning of the episode, if you have any thoughts of events or activities that you and your organization are pulling off, let us know. Yeah. We'll for partner sure. together. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll talk it up. Yeah. And you can share our podcast and um, we'll get some more exposure for you and us. So keep listening because we want to give all of you uh, educational tools and resources Mm -hmm. to grow in this area of Winchester in our community. So thanks for joining us on this episode of Iconic Talk. We hope that you learned something from today's episode and really look forward to you sharing more with you next week. Remember when you're looking for a real estate professional, make sure they are experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. We appreciate you spending your valuable time with us. If you have a moment, we would love it if you would leave us a rating and review wherever you're listening to the podcast. You can also subscribe or share with your friends. Um, And also take a look on Instagram. We're at Iconic Talk or um, Iconic Talk uh, Facebook page on uh, Facebook. Yeah, Yeah. like us, follow Mm -hmm. us. We'll follow you right back. Yeah. Until next time. All right. Think Iconic.